Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets The podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. Welcome to the Flood Protection Secrets podcast. I'm so excited to announce this first episode. It's party time and uh, you can celebrate with me. Flood Protection Secrets, yes, the podcast is online today. The big question is how to prevent heavy rain and flooding from devastating my building or location. That is what the podcast is about and I will give you the answers. Um, some people might say podcasts are boring, I do not have time for such nonsense and I know all these things already. Um, I hear that so often. These are some statements really I, I hear a lot. Huh? And uh, okay, if you feel that way, it's hard for me, yeah? <laughs> but I have to accept it, of course. But as you still listen to what I say, I think you are probably a business manager or are you a public servant? Are you a homeowner or are you an architect or engineer? Then this podcast is for you. And once again, this big question is how to prevent heavy rain and flooding and from devastating my building, my uh, location, my uh, garden, my lot, my basement parking, my factory, all these kind of things. And um, what can we do? So my intuition tells me that you are on your way to save a lot of money, to make a lot of money because you will save it. And in any case, you will not lose more than before. You cannot be wrong. So my question is, are you interested? If yes, then let's continue. But perhaps you might ask uh, your qu the question, why does uh, Andreas talk about this topic? Is he qualified and um, what is his background? Um, so for all those who don't know me yet, I'm a German engineer and uh, uh, I was, you, you know, in 2012, I was on a business trip to Asia and uh, I was honored to join the, the then Vice Chancellor, Dr. Philip Rösler, uh, from the cabinet of Angela Merkel, our Chancellor, um, to Vietnam and to Thailand. And the topic was flood protection. So uh, the delegation, we were 
about 70 people and that was pretty pretty good we i was in this big airbus uh, uh, you know it's a little bit like air force one and it was really exciting for me there were about 30 journalists uh, joining from from germany um, about 30 or 25 um, uh, business representatives so i was one of them and uh, politicians of course uh, and uh, the mr rösler dr philip rösler he was he was number two he was a vice chancellor um, in the cabinet of Angela Merkel in 2012 uh, as a leader of the Liberal Party. That is why he was a political partner and um, the vice chancellor and secretary or minister for um, economics. And uh, so, yeah, and what was the topic? Flood protection. And as we have been there, I remember very well there was this day in uh, Thailand where um, the German representatives, so I think it was about, we were for this flood protection thing about 12 or 13, something like that, um, representatives, all C-level, so chairmen, presidents, CEOs, and everybody was presenting the topics. And, um, you know, flooding in Southeast Asia, in Asia, uh, was already so terrible, in Thailand especially, and uh, the people really were, were seeking for a solution. And as we all presented, I realized we are far away from where we really can help the people. And we, we, we must be in Asia to understand better the feelings, the behavior of the people in that region. And if you listen to this podcast and you are from South America, Middle America, Europe or Australia um, or US or Canada, so it, it doesn't play any role. It's the same for you. You need to be in your region to understand the people and to be close to the market. And that was my aha effect. I said, Andreas, you must be in Asia. And um, I found my, my, my business partner and, um, and uh, yeah, business friend and business partner, um, Rainer Stepanik, who, uh, who was interested to expand to Asia. And then, yeah, we developed this plan. And so I went to Asia because he didn't want to do that. He was very busy and is still busy in Europe. So uh, then, of course, uh, uh, we decided uh, that I started. And then together with my co-founder, Maria Fatima Uzi from the Philippines, we started to do business um, in Asia. But first we made a big tour around uh, the Asian countries. But that's another story. I will tell the next time how um, I visited, I traveled around um, Southeast Asia and Asia um, to yeah to investigate which is the best location for our headquarters. Finally, uh, we created the company in um, January 2014 in Clark Economic Zone in the Philippines. Clark is the biggest economic zone, uh, I think eight, 28,000 hectares uh, in um, uh, in Southeast Asia or even in Asia. So we have sell seven golf courses. It's very green. It's not a typical economic zone. It's more like a big city. And um, so it's pretty good with an own airport. So we are here in, uh, while I'm recording that in Clark, Philippines. And now we started the business. But what is the experience until now so far? So, of course, we had a lot of talks with homeowners uh, who, who lost everything. I remember this, this old couple who, who uh, the wife was, was, was uh, yeah, terrified about the heavy rain and this rain was flooding the whole living room and they were shoveling the, the muddy water out onto the street and th they lost everything. They had no insurance. Uh, by the way, it's, 
that is also one big myth that insurance will cover your your damages. But that's for another topic. So we were talking to them, and then finally we could help them. And the same with with uh, companies. So whether hotels, hospitals, universities, factories, uh, offices. Um, and uh, I will report about these experiences um, in, in this podcast and what we have done, including the government and uh, including the contacts to the architects and engineers. You know, at 2012, to, when this idea was born um, to go to Asia, um, and 2014 and even during the next years, the architects and the engineers, they did not know about this technology in Asia. That was for them pretty new. Various the technology is on the market since 1990 already. So everything was developed in the 90s. And um, yeah, now I'm proud to say we offer the solutions with the, I always say, with the top 14 flood barrier barriers uh, of the world uh, and uh, but that was a long way and uh, I will take you on this uh, on this journey and um, report about it from time to time so uh, my background perhaps for those who don't know me I'm a German engineer I studied uh, process engineering at the Technical University of Berlin and uh, made my doctorate over there studied one year Europe studies in France as well that was (laughs) that was a good time in my life to be in France it's also (laughs) an episode uh, another episode and uh, but not today so this brand new podcast way back to the topic we, we will uh, uh, reveal um, the mysteries of flood control and talk about it and yeah unmask uh, these uh, myths um, debunk the myths and talk about it you know this sandbagging thing I always hear that I can my, that is really terrible you know if you believe that sandbags, sandbags uh, will pre- uh, protect you from the danger of flooding, then I think you still believe that Santa Claus is real. I must say that like that. I'm always joking about that. Uh, but sandbags don't help you. That is why it is totally useless to uh, use them. Uh, anyway, uh, I will talk about that in, in this episode. So, um, And then you will learn how to save your hard-earned money instead of spending it on the wrong products or solutions. That is the topic of this uh, podcast. And the question is, um, how do you choose How do you choose the correct flood protection? And uh, that is one thing. I mentioned that 14 different flood protection uh, products um, is what we are offering. When, when I ask uh, Andreas uh, or Dr. Clip or Dr. Andy, um, what shall I do? How can I protect my basement parking? What is the right flood protection? Then, you know, there is not the one and only answer. And there are some suppliers who, would, of course, immediately offer their product. But luckily, I can choose amongst the top 14 and we manufacture these, uh, these products. Uh, um, I don't manufacture all of them. I only manufacture some here in the Philippines. And we are certified, uh, by the way, a certified uh, manufacturing site, certified by the world biggest uh, um, insurance company from the USA in, um, in Boston, uh, FM Global. And the products are TÜV certified in Germany from our business partners. Um, so what, which one is the best? I always discuss it with the customers. And that is what, what should be done. Uh, it is not a technical decision only. Imagine you, have a, you, you, have a, you own a big hotel 
with, um, let me say, 64 entrances. I visited one of these hotels, many, many of these five-star hotels, and we, we protected some of them. But imagine you have 64 entrances. That is a real case. Huh? <laughs> I don't mention the name of the hotel, but a real case. And, uh, uh, and uh, now you shall choose the right flood protection technology. If you give this work to an architect or an engineer, he will come up with the mountain flood barriers, what is probably correct. But the, w one question is, where do you store these barriers? And how can you make sure that in the middle of the night, 64 entrances with perhaps, let me say, 1 meter 20 protection height that makes about four beams, four aluminum beams at each entrance. And we only talk about doors. I don't talk about middle supports and longer entrances. Only, only doors, yeah, to make it simple. How do you install that in the middle of the night? Who, who is doing that? And who is making sure that nobody is forgetting one entrance? Because if you forget one, you might be flooded. And then all your investment was for nothing. So these, these are the things we, we try to share. And, and uh, that is what, uh, what is the important question. And the next is once you selected the right technology, so how much will it cost? Uh, is the budget enough? Uh, um, or will the supplier increase the costs later? Will, will, will the flood barriers really protect me is another question what is interesting. And um, what if they don't protect me? What then? Will I stand in the middle of my room and shovel the muddy water back onto the street again? Or, so all, you, all these answers you will get in my podcast, Flood Protection Secrets, with my German accent. Yes, I know, <laughs> but it is as it is. And... Um, of course, um, uh, you know, I, I'm an engineer. I always say that. Uh, but I love the architects, uh, these beautiful buildings. And uh, when I was in Doha for a big project in, uh, way back in 2019, um, uh, Doha Education City had to be protected. And uh, so Qatar Foundation was, uh, was an end customer headed by the mother of the Emir, uh, Her Highness uh, Sheikha Moser. And... Uh, these buildings, they were, they were and they are breathtaking. I can only encourage everybody to fly to Doha in Qatar one time and to visit all the, these beautiful buildings. So all the, the celebrities, the, the architects have made them. They designed them. But what they didn't do is they didn't include flood protection. And that is very often true. So um, I love the architects, uh, but I also uh, love when they listen to... <laughs> how to protect the entrances and the buildings finally. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a story in, uh, in, in Qatar. Finally, we protected 12 uh, governmental buildings and uh, they are now uh, protected um, from the danger of flooding again. Uh, I will report about it next time uh, or one of these uh, next uh, time, uh, times uh, when um, we talk about this particular case. In the next episodes, I will run through the different examples. Today, that was only in a, in a short introduction. Huh? I will run through the different examples and let's talk next time about the protection of a house, of a, of a home. Huh? Homeowners like you and me. So how do I protect my garage with my, with my car? Whether it is a Ferrari or a small car, it doesn't play any role. Huh? Uh, that has a value. And uh, how do, do I protect an underground parking? Uh, well, that is not in a house normally. Huh? Uh, some people have underground parkings, but a normal house homeowner, they, what do they have? They have their, their main building with a main door, perhaps with a door to the, to the terrace, with a side entrance perhaps. They have windows. 
they might have a basement in Europe, especially in Germany, or in my house in Germany. So, of course, I have a basement. I use this, this basement, of course. And so how do I protect it? And how do I protect the windows to the basement? How can I do that? Um, how can how do I protect my garden, my lovely, beautiful garden? Perhaps uh, people have a barbecue corner where they make a barbecue at the weekend with the friends, or they have a swimming pool, or the beautiful orchids. Um, uh, yeah, not in Germany, yeah, but, but we also have other nice flowers over there. So that has a value. And if you ever hired a company for to to do the gardening for you, uh, you that that costs you a fortune until the garden is, is really flourishing and, and beautiful. And all this beauty will be destroyed with one heavy rainfall and flooding. So how to protect this garden from the street side? So that is another topic, and we can talk about that next time. So uh, which are the problems uh, and how can they be solved? The Flood Protection Secrets podcast will be published every Tuesday and Thursday. So that's my plan. Perhaps uh, I even publish more episodes. Uh, that depends on climate change. How fast um, is it getting worse? So do not miss the episodes. And for the moment, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Flood Protection Secrets. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, protect for you? Anytime? worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. Safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season you'll never be late for an episode.